Dr. Trevor Clahercy joins me from the J.E. Carnes Business School uh, in NUI Galway. And he joins me on line two today. Dr. Clahercy, good morning to you. Oops, sorry. Line two today. Morning to you. How are you today? Very well. Very well, thank you. I have a big question for you today. You might want to phone a friend or otherwise. What exactly is Bitcoin? Um, well, Keith, um, Bitcoin has come into the Irish public domain in the last few weeks. Um, it's been a frantic week for Bitcoin. It reached um, a, a height of $20,000, which is equivalent to around um, €17,000. Um, it's a form of digital money that cannot be copied and pasted and is supposedly built on uncrackable, unhackable technology. And in simpler terms, it's an alternative to the traditional currencies, which are backed by a centralised government like the US dollar or the euro. Um, and it's, it's been called one of the biggest speculative bubbles of all time. And anyone familiar with bubbles or the property market bubble or the dot-com bubble know that bubbles have a tendency to burst. So when you say it's... Who owns the Bitcoin? Or who determines, you know, who determines the rate of Bitcoin? Well, at the moment, um, starting the year, a little bit of history about Bitcoin. It was created in 2009. Um, it, it came after the financial crisis of 2008. A lot of people were disenchanted with existing financial systems. Um, it, it was created by a guy or a girl called Satoshi Nakamoto. The reason I say it's a guy or a girl because his identity, their identity is yet to be verified. Um, until recently, as I said, at the start of the year, Bitcoin was trading at around $966, um, which is equivalent to around €818. Euro. However, in the last couple of weeks, um, as Bitcoin has taken a step towards legitimacy and mainstream awareness, only last week, a clearinghouse and the Chicago Board's Option Exchange began to take investments from investors, which allowed um, the investors to um, bet on Bitcoin's future, which saw a dramatic increase in the price of um, Bitcoin, up to $20,000. As of today, um, it's currently residing near the $19,000 mark, equivalent to around €16,000. So if you were fortunate enough to buy a Bitcoin back in 2009, which cost a few cents, the one Bitcoin would today get you um, 16,000 euros. But can you sell it now? Of course you can. You can sell it. Um, as with any speculative bubbles, um, the, the, the difficult decision is whether or not to sell it. Um, uh, an, analysis, an analysis in the United States who predicted that Bitcoin would rise to this price has predicted that it will even jump to around 300,000, 400,000 dollars. From the 20,000? From the 20,000. Per Bitcoin? Per Bitcoin. The problem is, Keith, is that there is only um, 21 million Bitcoin in existence. Currently, 16 and a half, over just over 16.5 Bitcoin have been purchased. So if you consider that more people get frenzy and follow the herd and buy on Bitcoin, other factors will drive it up to that price. And that's why he's predicting that it could go up to 300,000, 400,000 per Bitcoin. But somebody who went in early is it, is it like a pyramid selling um <laughs> bitcoin is received or sorry bitcoin is part of a larger thing called a cryptocurrency and a cryptocurrency has had some nefarious connotations and it's been associated with money laundering drug dealers the dark web only recently the i want to cry um ransom hackware in the united kingdom and here in ireland of one, one of the former payments they accepted was Bitcoin. Yeah. Um, so it has, but if, if you look at the moment, there are currently, Bitcoin is one of the most predominant cryptocurrencies in use, but there are, if you look at the moment, there's 1,500 cryptocurrencies alternatives to Bitcoin. 1,500 alternatives? Yeah. Wow, so Bitcoin is the one getting the, highlight, getting the headlines. Headlines, and I know some savvy investors who not 
they've invested a small bit in Bitcoin recently. They're late adopters, but they've invested across the portfolio and they've seen some healthy gains. Somebody said to me in the Netherlands, a family has sold their house. They're living in a camp. One of my colleagues she said to me yeah. uh, during the break, they actually sold their house. They threw it all into Bitcoin. They're living in, in, a, in a campsite. Yeah. And uh, hey, presto, they're hoping. Uh, what happens if it all goes wrong? Yeah. Well, you know, back in 2009, you would have bought a Bitcoin for a couple of cents. We've had to wait, 2017, we've had to wait nearly, you know, eight years for it to reach the way it has at the moment. And as I said before, the early adopters will be rewarded more than the late adopters. I've heard some awful stories of people contemplating getting bank loans and so on to take out Bitcoin. Um, Even yesterday, the Central Bank of Ireland released an information notice they have had to, given the frenzy, that investors should be aware that they are exposed to a number of risks when investing in um, um, cryptocurrencies. And their risk are that it's an unregulated activity, it's vulnerable to fraud or illicit activities. There's a high risk of losing all your invested capital. There's a lack of exit options. There's inadequate information. And a lot of these cryptocurrencies, Bitcoin is underpinned um, by a really secure technology called blockchain, but the technology underpinning other um, cryptocurrencies may or not be that compatible as they are with blockchain. And you can buy merchandise anonymously with Bitcoin. You can, and you, you see, there's a lot, been a lot of drug incidents in the United States where drug dealers have, you know, they've sold their wares, they've got their money, and they've uploaded it into what they call over there a BTM, or a Bitcoin ATM machine, because any transaction that's recorded is anonymous and it's untraceable. God, about Breaking Bad sounds like an old-fashioned... As I said to my uh, wife yesterday, I, I, like we're big fans of The Wire. Could you imagine if they redid The Wire with Bitcoin and cryptocurrency? It would be a very interesting series. <laughs> Certainly would be. But anyway, there we go with it. So Bitcoin, just be careful, I suppose, really would be the one, uh, Trevor, the ones. Uh... Yeah, and, you know, it, it, it goes back to the old adage, caveat emptor, you know, um, buyer beware. I know the... Um, it's funny, the Andy Belfort, the Wolf of Wall Street, and even the chairman of the Royal Bank of Scotland last week have issued dire warning against, you know, investing in Bitcoin. He's called it a frothy investment bubble, where and these are characterized, these bubbles, by being frantic, frenetic, unpredictable behavior. And, you know, he's equivalent to being like Dante's Inferno. So when you hear advice coming from established bankers like that and established people in the financial trade, you know, you should really tread carefully when you're contemplating investing in a cryptocurrency, not only Bitcoin. And uh, I was just one of my colleagues just gave me an article from The Guardian and um, going back, and it says Bitcoin mining, it's in today's Guardian actually, the 19th of the 20th, Bitcoin mining consumes more electricity a year than Ireland. Yeah, and that, that, that what, what the actual computational or the computers needed to actually run these cryptocurrencies. And there was a study done also by PowerCompare, a UK-based company, that showed the energy comparison tariff and the average power used to mine these bitcoins has already gone beyond the annual energy consumption for 159 countries. It's that If you see, um, uh, let's say, a typical um, employee or a software developer who's mining these cryptocurrencies, his house could be full of servers which are generating massive amounts of energy and heat. And regards the move to, um, you know, we've seen um, to quell um, global warming, um, it, it's not a good sign mm. that, that oh. this mining is creating such um, an energy surge and consumption rate. A frenzy. I hope it goes well for people. I really do, because <laughs> the loss could be tremendous. Dr. Trevor Clossy, the uh, Cairns Business School of Business in NUI Goldberg, thank you for joining us uh, today. I now understand it. Do you know what? You can read all you want about Bitcoin. You really can. 
Whereas when you listen to Trevor there, you can really understand it from there. Now, a quick commercial break. We're back after these. Uh, 10.42. <laughs>